in a lot of ways, while it predates the um, issues with Twitter lately, Mastodon was designed to basically prevent that from ever happening on Mastodon. It's designed where not, you can't have one person that has all the control, you can't have one company that has all the control. So if you don't like something that's happening on the Mastodon server you're on, you can leave, you can go to a different server. You also have the risk of if the server you're on closes down, if, because you know, servers cost money, so if the person running it or the company running it can't afford it, it could in theory close down. So you do want to select one that um, you feel like is going to be stable. Well, good day, everybody, and welcome to Commerce Today. My name is Darren, and as always, I'm here with my wonderful and amazing uh, co-host, Joshua Warren. So we're we're excited to have you here and getting this rolling. And Josh, you were talking to me before the show and kind of as we prep for this about you getting or saw 38x response, basically 38 times better response to a marketing outreach. And I'm like, no way. Come on, you're pulling my leg. So that's what we're talking about today, guys. Tell us about it. Yeah, so um, specifically that was a, a 38%, uh, or not 38%, 38 times higher engagement on Mastodon versus Twitter. So there was a brand that posted- A dinosaur, the, you mean? Not the dinosaur. Oh, okay. But there was a brand that posted the exact same thing on Twitter, the exact same thing on Mastodon, and it's just insane. And I'll just actually jump right into it and then explain the dinosaur. Um so the post on Twitter saw 12 engagements, despite the brand having a following of over 16,000 Twitter users. On Mastodon, they saw 450 engagements from only 4,000, 4,100 users. So smaller following on Mastodon, much bigger um, engagement level. Well, it truly so, is a dinosaur then. It is, it is. It's, it's not as old as a dinosaur, but it is <laughs> as big as one, or, or hopefully will become that way. But yeah, we're kind of joking about it, but basically Mastodon is a, um, you could call it a social media network, social network of sorts, um, but it's not really, in a lot of ways, a social network. It's something that's a little bit different. I don't think we have a, a word for this yet. Well, a lot of people, a, a lot of people call it the Fediverse. So really, okay, wait a second. Come on, I'm calling calling this out here. You're either pregnant or you're not. There's not really an in between. So how does this work? Tell me about. It. Tell so, me a little bit more. Help yeah, me understand. Yeah, yeah. This. So so Mastodon. It actually started. It's got its roots in open source. Um, it's actually a German nonprofit that started. Um, this whole thing, and anyone, it's an open standard, anyone can run a Mastodon server. Now, just because you're running a Mastodon server, and I guess, yeah, you yeah. give me that look. All right, <laughs> going back another step. So Mastodon server, basically, there's a website, people can go to it, they can create an account, and they can post messages that other people on that server see. They can follow other people on that server um, and interact with other people on that server. And if you're just, if you're just looking at just the server's website, you could almost say, "Hey, this looks kind of like Twitter." But well, I was gonna, I was gonna pause you there and say, "How is this different?" And I, I have a very, I have this much knowledge, but how is this different than Discord? It's a good question. So, I guess the biggest difference is with a Mastodon server that's participating in the Fediverse, which I haven't gotten to yet. Anyone, it's public. Anyone can go to that website. They can view those posts. They don't have to um, be given access to a Discord server. So it is. It's designed. It's really public first. And whereas I look at Discord as kind of you know private or confidential first. Okay. Um, so that's the big difference. But but getting on because I'm so excited about the Fediverse. Um, 
The Fediverse is the universe of federated Mastodon servers, which... And they wonder why, you know, it hasn't seen mass public adoption yet. It's so simple. But but really all that that means is a Mastodon server can connect to another Mastodon server. And there's a group of hundreds of servers, actually, that have all agreed to a, a certain set of standards. They've all connected together. That means all the users on those servers can see the posts from users on the other servers. And again, now you kind of get to the point where you have Twitter sort of. And the sort of okay, um, the sort of really comes down to if you aren't following someone and you're looking at a public feed, the default public feed will just show you posts from your own server. And so, if you sign up on a server, and and this kind of jumps to some fun we were having before the show, um, I was introducing Darren to the list of Mastodon servers from uh, Joint Mastodon. And you can join a server. For instance, there's actually a server for the PHP community. And so it's all PHP developers. You, you can join that one, and all the posts you're going to see by default are from everyone else on that server. Lots of PHP talk. Um, I was kind of joking earlier about there was a server called nerdculture.de. So for our, our German audience that considers themselves nerds. Um, there you go. That could be the server for them. So Sprechen Sie Deutsch. Exactly. So you can pick a server based on an interest. You can pick it um, based on a geography. Um, some are just general purpose servers. The thing you have to remember is that the name of your server is part of how people find you. And so this is actually something in an article I wrote recently about Mastodon for for e-commerce brands, which is what we're supposed to be talking about today, um, they may want to consider, you know, unless your target is German nerds, you might not want to sign up on nerdculture.de because let's say you are Walmart, your Mastodon name would be Walmart at nerdculture.de. So may not really fit with the brand image that you want. Might, I don't know. Well, okay, so you directed me to Mastodon, and I'm looking at the litany of options that are out there. And I first need to tell you that I think I would have paralysis of analysis just trying to decide where I might want to go for this craziness. And then, you know, okay, let's say I can finally get through it, or maybe I just put it on a wall and throw a dart at it or something like that. So once I end up there, am I stuck there? Am I, can I not see anything? I mean, I, you know, is this a, is this kind of one of those lifelong sentences that I've I've bang, banished myself to this uh, this location? No, so you can actually migrate your account to another server, and you can see posts and follow people on the other servers as well. Um, really, the and this gets back to I kind of skipped past this, but the in a lot of ways, while it predates the um, issues with Twitter lately, uh, Mastodon was designed to basically prevent that from ever happening on Mastodon. It's designed to where not, you can't have one person that has all the control. You can't have one company that has all the control. So if you don't like something that's happening on the Mastodon server you're on, you can leave. You can go to a different server. Um, you also have the risk of if the server you're on um, closes down, if because you know servers cost money. So if the person running it or the company running it can't afford it, it could, in theory, close down. So you do want to select one that... Um, you feel like it's going to be stable. And that's why on um, a lot of these, you can actually view, or actually almost all of the Mastodon servers on Join Mastodon, you can view some information about who's running it, kind of the legal structure behind it, that sort of thing. Um, so for instance, kind of getting back to some things I've been writing recently, um, if you're a brand that's targeting people just in New York City, let's say you're a local shop in New York, 
there's a Mastodon instance called masto.nyc that's you're going to be targeted and identified right there. If you're um, more of a broad-based brand, there's a lot of really um, uh, generic ones that are more like mastodon.social and things like that that you might want to consider joining. Well, yeah, and didn't we find we found that one that was DMV that was the Washington DC? I can't remember the M. DC, Maryland, Maryland, Virginia. And, and Virginia. Yeah, and then I just passed one that was uh, wow. There's even a Garden State that's social. That's New Jersey. So yeah, it looks like you could find you could find your niche, and all right, I can see how that would be that would be pretty cool, but. Is, is the advertising opportunity or the getting the information out opportunity, is it similar to what you would have in a Twitter environment or a Facebook or Instagram or the, let's call it the mainstream, the mainstream social networks? Now we got the mainstream social media. Yeah. So, um, it, it's, it's fairly similar to Twitter. Um, the biggest difference and the reason that um, that brand saw that 38 times increase in engagement is there's no algorithm that basically every post that you make, everyone that is following you is going to see that. Whereas on Twitter, Facebook, especially lately, um, there's an algorithm that um, some cynics, which they're probably right, um, think is designed in, a, in part so that brands, if you want to reach your followers, have to pay. You have to pay to advertise to reach those people. Your tweets, your Facebook posts aren't necessarily going to show up in their feed otherwise. Then again, on Mastodon, no ad sales, no ads, no algorithm. All your messages will go out to everybody that's following you. So let me ask you this. You were talking about, well, we, you said the big, the big one, Walmart. Could it be a good thing if Walmart were to create their own server? Yeah, and there's actually people that are doing that and that are then tying those servers into the Fediverse, um, signing into the other Mastodon servers um, or to that network. I've even, um, there's an e-commerce expert I follow that he actually created his own server. So he has, his whole username is basically just very similar to what his email address would be because he has his own private, private but public and connected into the network server. Interesting. So I guess what all does it take to... To run this kind of server, is it just, hey, you get something, uh, Amazon AWS or something like that? Yeah, the server I'm on actually is run just on a, an AWS platform. Um, and so that, that part's pretty si- simple. If you're familiar with or have staff that's familiar with running open source applications on the web, that part's pretty simple. I think the, the hardest part is you are at some level making a commitment whenever you set up these servers that you'll keep it stable, you'll keep it running. Um, and some of the servers do um, do moderate, and they will um, typically they're only going to filter out illegal content. They're they're really the the agreement to join that Fediverse says you're not really going to censor based on viewpoints. Um, right. But you do have to then have kind of some people that are going to um, to regulate what happens on that server. So if to our our merchant friends that are listening, do you feel Josh that I mean do they need to run out? And either join a Mastodon server or create their own, or is this a, hey, we're giving you the pregame warm up, check it out, put it on your roadmap or on your on your uh, view screen, if you will, but it's not something that you want to have to do right away. I think for all e-commerce brands, um, you ought to join Mastodon. You ought to at least reserve your brand name, kind of pick which server you want to be on. Get your brand name, and then from there, what you do with it depends a lot on your target audience. If you are dealing with a lot of um, 
a lot of people that are on the cutting edge that are really active in technology, um, you probably ought to be posting on uh, Mastodon. Like, I don't know if they are or not. Brand uh, that just comes to mind is Anchor that makes all those chargers. Oh, yeah. If they're not already on Mastodon, they need to be. They ought to be. Um, But then if you're someone that is targeting an audience that, you know, is slow to adopt things, maybe if if your audience either isn't on the web yet or they're all still on Facebook, then you probably don't need to worry about doing more than just reserving your brand name. Do you think Apple is on Mastodon? You know, Really fun fact, um, there was a VP of Apple that joined Mastodon, and for a day or two after he joined, because nobody knew he had joined or who he was, for a day or two, you could actually send him a message, and he was interacting with people until, obviously, the following got too big, and too many people found him, but there are Apple uh, executives on Mastodon. Oh, and Mastodon messages, that reminds me of another fun fact that we were joking about beforehand. You know, on on Twitter, you tweet. (laughs) On Mastodon... You toot. So some of the naming of uh, some of this, I, I just envision some interesting social media marketing conversations at, at brands. Now are the messages that they do, I mean, are they limited to like the 140 characters like a, like a tweet? There is a limit. Um, however, each server seems to kind of have some different rules and there's not really a clear standard that I've seen yet. I've seen some servers that have wanted to limit it down to tweet size, some that were allowing a little bit bigger posts. Um and that's the interesting thing about Mastodon. Is even though it's been around for a few years now, it's really the last six months that it's gotten the limelight. And I think they're still deciding exactly how it's going to work, what it's going to look like. And we're going to have some information in the show notes about kind of where to join and, and even where to find you and be able to connect up and everything, correct? Yes, you can toot at me. There we go. <laughs> Gosh, I've been looking forward to doing that for a long time. <laughs> All right. Um, I guess as, as we close this up a little bit here, where do you see this going? I guess where's your, you're definitely a futurist as you look at things. So this is kind of interesting and has some coolness to it and definitely some freedom for some people. But where do you think it might go? You know, I, I think in the next one to six months, we're going to see for sure. Um, I think it's that kind of that, that, point in time where this could become the next big thing. I know that uh, even even some of the things coming out of the U.S. government right now, they're really look, looking at the commercial social networks. They're looking at how they're using our data. There's a lot of backlash against that. I think that there's a, definitely a, an opportunity here where Mastodon becomes kind of a major player as far as social networks go um, and could be incredibly useful for all brands. But it's really going to depend on, you know, is this just a flash in the pan? People are interested right now because all the Twitter headlines, or is this going to be a, a long-term tri- basically change in society at some level? And I'm hoping for that, honestly. My background in open source, my interest in freedom, um, I love the idea of Mastodon, but realistically, I think it's it's too soon to see. And that's why I would say those those brands who you feel like your your audience is going to engage or resonate with something like this, jump on there because there is there's basically free advertising for you. But if your your customers are a little slower to move on things like this, then they may never make it to Mastodon. So that might not be the right fit. That makes sense. I think as with anything, is there some money involved with it is really going to potentially drive some things. However, you never know. Well, folks, 
We hope you've enjoyed this. There's a lot uh, a lot here. I do want to remind you that based on this is all information because Mastodon's changing on a, let's call it hourly basis. This is based on the hour that uh, we're doing and putting this uh, podcast together. So you have been fair warned. Your mileage may vary. It may be totally wildly different by the time you hear this. But we, uh, we love it that you've joined us and we welcome you to uh, be here next time. And until then, take care and have a great day.